Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Welcome to a dark day of Zero Dark's Not Quite Daily, a day that I don't think any of us wanted to contemplate, a day when England's men answered their critics with a resounding, yes, you were right all along. We really aren't very good. What the hell just happened? I am joined, I'm delighted to say, by Stephen Finn in the back of the, uh, the TMS team bus. You saw all of it. I just watched most of it uh, in the lee of the Himalayas, which was really beautiful. But what I witnessed unfolding on the on the pitch was not so much. What what happened, Finney? Well, I'll tell you what happened. They won the top and bowled first in 40-degree heat and 100% humidity. And then got, yeah, they, they got an early wicket. And then it was a litany of injuries and cramps and an exhaustion, I think, that lets out have to lay a platform and then pass him like he has done so many times in the last 12 months, just exploded into life and, and made England pay. It was quite a chastening experience for England in those final 10 overs, 143 runs coming from them. Um, and as soon as as soon as they started getting plugged around, it, it felt quite ominous. And that 399 was, was a humongous score. It was strange watching it because it felt like a weird decision. And then you thought, well, there's... I'm not there, so I don't know the conditions of it and I can't how hot it is. But then as England sort of actually had a passage where they took some wickets and they had South Africa five down, Janssen came in and there was a, that slow period where he and Klassen had to regroup. You thought from watching it from a distance that another wicket breaks and game open, 320 on a pitch like that with a small ground and England are right in the game. And that last 10 overs, everything fell apart. You put that down, do you, to a sort of, like because you were there, to it just being they were they were broken by that point physically. Yeah, they were. I think they they had an opportunity then to get themselves back into the game. I I didn't mind the pretense of them winning the toss and bowling first and trying to take early wickets and put that middle order under pressure. They took one early wicket. They got rid of the toss on review, but then yeah, they South Africans were allowed to build partnerships and, and lay that platform and, and yeah, the heat really sat the England bowlers and field as a deal with Steve didn't come into the pitch for the first 25 minutes because he had an upset stomach and was on the toilet and he looked exhausted by the end of the day, as did pretty much all of the England bowlers. They are fit lads, it's not a question of fitness, but when guys like that are cramping and struggling to get to the crease 
that makes actually teaching your skills that much harder and there was no leeway because the way fasting was playing. Yeah, it looked absolutely unbearably grim from, <laughs> from a distance. But of course, uh, they've lost by 229 runs. It's as bad as it could possibly get. It's the biggest ever ADI loss. But arguably, you know, one of their better teams. So people are bound to ask lots of very tedious questions like, uh, are they older? They passed it. Do they play too much golf? Uh, do they make too many changes? There's going to be all of those things. The raw facts are that they probably need to win the last five games because their net run rate is so poor that they basically are down a point. They're incidentally only off bottom spot by one run, that last single, which I thought still looked like a six, the uh, brilliant stop on the boundary. It still didn't feel quite like it should have been one, but it was given as one. Uh, it was enough to get them off the bottom of the table. The, the question I want you to answer, Pity, if you can, is, is there a way back? Can they possibly recover from a, a what is an epoch-making loss? It's coming straight off the back of Afghanistan as well. Well, no, I wouldn't have thought so. I think the manner of the losses is more concerning. I think had they lost three of these games in close fashion, then there'd be half a chance that they could have come back and had confidence that they were hanging in there in games. I think the most obvious point was that, that they completely changed their methods coming into this game. They, they've been relying on their strength and depth of batting and allowing the, the low-order batters who could bat were, were sort of had a comfort blanket for those top leader players to go out and play in the aggressive manner that they have so many times. But they sort of tore that up and threw it out the window today. David Willey, who's a capable batter, but it's not like having Moen Ali or Liam Livingston coming in at number seven. David Willey would usually bat at nine in this ODI team, which I think shows the strength of it when they do play like that. But they had Willie at seven today in order to accommodate and make sure that they had enough bowling options. Yeah, I mean, look at the way the batting went. It, was, it wasn't really going to make a great deal of difference. I'd take your point totally about the change to make up the team. But once you lose those early wickets, you're, you're up against it. Even if you're chasing 330, 340, if you're chasing 400, you're utterly screwed. Uh, they were weird wickets, weren't they? I mean, it was Roots one a little bit more culpable than it seems. I mean, if you're caught at leg slip and the leg slip's just gone in there. No, you, like, it's just a ball down the leg side that you look to work into the onside. There's nothing you can do about that. It's just unlucky that the fielder he's picked out. So Milan's unlucky as well because he's got a little tickle that's going down the leg side. And then is, is yeah. Bairstow unlucky or was or was that shot? He just kept on aiming that shot. You could you would set, they set a field for it, set a trap for it. Yes, he gets it over sometimes, but He's going to play it every time. And it sort of didn't, it sort of felt a little bit limp. But is everything unlucky at the top of that order? Or is it actually... No, you, have to, you have to try and get off to an absolute flyer, don't you? So you, you, have, to, you have to come flying out the blocks. And, and yeah, it, look, it looks a bit frenetic, but they're chasing 400. So you, you're not going to be able to set a platform and explode like South Africa did because that's just not how chasing works. You have to try and get ahead of the race and put the opposition bowlers under pressure, and that's what Bairstow was trying to do. There are other ways to go about it. You can try and hold your shape and get strong shots through the offside, but he would have felt as though he would have felt as though that was his best opportunity of hitting sixes. Okay, so, I mean, we're basically giving up on the chances of England qualifying for that semi-final, so they've got to play another five games. You get to wander around watching them do that. I'm wandering around watching New Zealand. Um, assuming that England's now out of the picture, how do you see this World Cup panning out? It, don't, and don't mention India, because obviously we see them panning out heavily. But where, where's the rest of this competition going? 
Well, I think tomorrow is a huge game between New Zealand and India. It'll be a test to see where New Zealand are at as a team because they've sort of slipped under the radar uh, without some of their major players in this World Cup so far. You sort of want to see how they fare against some stronger opposition because they've faced three of the weaker teams so far, not including England. I think South Africa look very, very good. They look as though they've got a solid method with which they play the game. I think seeing them chase with only six batters in their lineup will be an interesting, an interesting thing to watch happen. And then, you know, I was hoping more from Pakistan, but I think the political and, and other pressures on them have led to them being in the position they find themselves in. And, and unfortunately for us as England fans, Australia look as though they stumbled upon a method that could serve them well with a strong bowling attack, but always take with it. So, yeah, the, the moment it looks as though the semi-finalists will be South Africa, New Zealand, India and Australia, and, and who knows what will happen from there. That's all, that's all very cheery stuff, isn't it? Lovely. Anyway, it's great fun being here, and um, I've got a bottle of Jameson's in front of me and some Diet Coke. I've got Hartley and Henry lying on a bed in front of a telly. Not like lying on a bed. Not like no, not like lying in a bed like that. No, they're just lying on the bed that's next to me because we're in a hotel room, so there's a limited yeah. amount of space watching telly. And we're waiting to see with Belle and I, are we? I don't know. Or the day today, anything to make today feel better, because today has made us all feel sad. Thanks, Vinny. Enjoy the evening. Sports Social Podcast Network.